Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, that only you can steal. My soul fest this morning, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for a brand new day. Thank you, Lord, for this thirst in my heart to know you better and better, to know you more and more. Lord, I come into your presence according to your word with thanksgiving in my heart. I have come to say thank you for the gift of life, for the gift of your mercies, for the gift of your grace, for the gift of your love. Father, I have come to say thank you for every single gift in my life. Lord, we say thank you this morning for giving us Jesus. We say thank you this morning for shedding your blood on the cross of Calvary for our sins. We say thank you this morning for making it possible for us to call God our Father. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Be glorified forevermore. As we enter your presence this morning, Lord, we have come to read the word. We ask, Lord, grant us understanding. Grant us wisdom in your word. Help us learn in your presence. But let your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right, so let me say a big welcome to everyone joining into devotion this morning. I am Murphy Ayenike. We continue our reading of the book of Ezekiel. Yesterday we stopped on chapter 24. Today we take three chapters, chapters 25, 26, and 27. Each of them, each of these three chapters, and up to about chapter 32, are all messages, okay, that God sends to the different nations. Yes, the different nations that wanted to see the destruction of Judah and Israel. Obviously, Israel had been carried into exile. Judah was going into exile. And so a lot of these nations were rejoicing. And so God sends messages to them through the prophet Ezekiel. Remember that God already sent messages to them uh, through the prophet Jeremiah. So what lessons can we learn learn from this? I think if anything, uh, don't celebrate when others go down. Yes, the Bible says we should mourn with those who mourn and we should rejoice with those who rejoice. That should be our lesson this morning. Please get your Bibles. Let's read together Ezekiel chapter 25 the first one is a message for Ammon since then this message came to me from the Lord son of man turn and face the land of Ammon and prophesy against its people give the Ammonites this message from the sovereign Lord hear the word of the sovereign Lord because you cheered when my temple was defiled mocked Israel in our desolation and laughed at Judah as she went away into exile, I will allow nomad from the eastern desert to overrun your country. They will set up their camps among you and pitch their tents on your land. They will harvest all your fruit and drink the milk from your livestock. Okay, so very important here. The Ammonites had been enemies with, the, with, with Judah, enemies with Israel for a very long time. 
Okay, so they were glad to see them go. What, what, what nonsense, good radiance to nonsense. Let them, let them be wiped out, okay, was their thinking. But God said no. So they were rejoicing at the defiling of the temple. No longer will anybody be calling the name of the God of Israel. They were mocking Israel and the desolation that was happening in the land. But God said no, okay? No, okay? He said, look, you did this to people, others will laugh at you. And it's a lesson that we must learn this morning. You laugh at the downfall of others. The time is coming when others will laugh at your own downfall. God said, look, strangers will harvest all your fruits and drink the milk from your livestock. Five says, and I will turn the city of Rabbah, which is the capital of Ammon, into a pasture for camels and all the land of the Ammonites into a resting place for sheep and goats. Then you will know that I am, that I am the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says, because you clapped and danced and cheered with glee at the destruction of my people, I will raise my feast of judgment against you and I will give you as plunder to many nations. I will cut you off from being a nation and destroy you completely. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Simply put, God says the very thing you were wishing others is about coming upon you. You think Israel and Judah are no longer a nation. No, God was simply punishing them. They were going to return from exile. But you, no, I'm going to wipe you out. You will no longer be a nation. So I say this morning, the Bible says that whatever a man sows, that is what he will reap. Learn this lesson this morning. You sow to uh, people's downfall, your downfall is coming. You sow to people's joy and happiness. I'm telling you, joy and happiness are right at the door for you also hallelujah all right let's continue verse 8 this one is a message from moab since this is what the sovereign lord says because the people of moab have said that judah is just like all the other nations i will open up their eastern flank and wipe out their glorious frontier towns beth jeshimoth bal meon and carry after him. Okay, so very, very, this one is very, very important. They said Judah was like all the other nations, especially because of the the, the last king of Israel that we took yesterday. The last king, kings of Israel, the last four, Jehoiakim, Jehoiaz, Jehoiachin, and Zedekiah, okay, especially made Israel look, yes, made Israel look like a very, very terrible nation. They were, they were, of course, they were worshipping idols, okay? So, they were just like the other nations. And that was what Moab was rejoicing. Yes, they have become, they have become like me. <laughs> and now God is punishing them. Not forgetting that if God punished them for being exactly like you, then your own punishment is coming, right? Okay, so that's very important. I have known people who will be wishing, you know, evil on others because they are not doing well. Okay, because they are not succeeding. Maybe they have failed at a test. Then they want the other person to, to fail. They have failed at a job, uh, at, at an application for a job. Then they don't want any other person to pass. Okay, 
uh, the message to Moab will speak to you. God said, I will open up their eastern flank and wipe out their glorious frontiers. I pray for you. God will not wipe out your own glory, your own glory. God will not wipe out your own time of testimony. If you don't want that, please don't laugh at others. Wish them best. Okay, even if it's not going to come to you, wish them best. Your own time will come. Then says, and I will hand more Moab over to nomads from the eastern desert, just I handed over Ammon. Yes, and the Ammonites will no longer be counted among the nations. 11. In the same way, I will bring my judgment down on the Moabites. Then they will know that I am the Lord. I always say, Lord, I don't want to know that you are God by anything happening, evil happening to me. Lord, help me to recognize that you are God in my life. I, I Ever it goes. Hallelujah. Okay, so big lessons that we are learning this morning. We've learned from, from Ammon. We've learned from, from Moab too. Please uh, don't seek the downfall of others. Let's go on to verse 12. It says, this is what the sovereign Lord says. The people of Edom have sinned greatly by avenging themselves against the people of Judah. Therefore says, uh, therefore says the sovereign Lord, I will raise my feast of judgment against Edom. I will wipe out his people and animals with a sword. And I will make a wasteland of everything from Teman to Dedan. So what did Edom do? As soon as they realized that Nebuchadnezzar had come to carry, yes, had come to carry off, you know, uh, Judah into exile, had destroyed the walls of Jerusalem. Okay, they came again to attack. Okay, the remnants. Yes, they came to attack the remnants, and God said, Ah, because you tried to kick the person that was already down. Some people, that's just their, their that's just their, their, their own mo. This is how they operate. Okay, they will only attack the weak. They will only attack those who are already down. God says because you are attacking those who are already down, because Judah is already down. He says, I will make you a wasteland of everything. I will make a wasteland of everything from, from Teman to Dedan. I will accomplish this by the hand of my people Israel. In other words, just calm down, calm down, calm down. Don't worry. Don't worry, Edom, calm down. Israel is going to come back, come back from, come back from exile. And when they return, God will accomplish by their hands. In other words, they will defeat you. He says they will carry out my vengeance with anger and Edom will know that this vengeance is from me. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. Next message is from is for the for Philistia or the Philistines. It says this is what the sovereign Lord says. The people of Philistia have acted against Judah out of bitter revenge and long-standing contempt. So one of the things I've learned about the Bible is that you can find a lesson every single every single book of the Bible, every single chapter of the Bible. I know that there are people who will read who will read Ezekiel 25 and and just feel that this is all this is boredom ah, this is boring what am I learning from this but you can see that we can draw out lesson from what God was warning warning each of the nations with so this one is for Philistia it says this is what the sovereign law says the people of Philistia have acted acted against Judah out of bitter revenge and long-standing contempt. Remember, the Philistines have been fighting, okay? They've been fighting Israel from when they became a nation. Even from 
as soon as they started having kings, I'm telling you, the battle has raged on between Philistia and, and Judah, Judah and then, of course, Samaria. But the root of everything is bitterness, bitterness and long-standing contempt. Do you have bitterness for anyone? Do you seek to, to take revenge? Okay, do you have long-standing contempt for anyone? Okay, this message was Felicia should speak to you. He says, therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I will raise my feast of judgment against the land of Philistia. I will wipe out the Keratites and utterly destroy the people who live by the sea. I will execute terrible vengeance against them to punish them for what they have done and when i have inflicted my revenge they will know that i am the lord in other words you take revenge against others god says revenge is mine okay ha very very terrible you are bitter towards others you are looking for long-standing content towards others god says i will repay you in other words whatever you sow is exactly what you reap big lessons for us to learn hallelujah all right let's move on to chapter 26 this one is a message for tyre and i'm telling you chapter 26 chapter 27 are both messages for tyre let's go it says on february 3rd during the 12th year of king jehoashin's captivity okay so this means that by this time jerusalem had already fell okay Jerusalem fell in the 11th year of Jehoashim's captivity. It says, This message came to me from the Lord, son of man, Tyre, as rejoiced over the fall of Jerusalem. Yes, so Jerusalem had already fallen. Tyre had re- as rejoiced over the fall of Jerusalem, saying, Ha! She who was the gateway to the rich trade routes to the east has been broken, and I am I am the heir because she has been made desolate. I will become wealthy. In other words, Tyre was celebrating because Judah, Jerusalem, was no more. Yes, Jerusalem was no more. Are you like Are you like Tyre? You celebrate at the fall of others, okay, because you will not get your own opportunity. You laugh and you rejoice at when you're, maybe you have a friend who is going out with a boyfriend you are interested in. And, soon as, and so as soon as they break up, you are so excited because, yes, you will be the next person to, uh, to take over. Oh, <laughs> let Tyre speak to you this morning. Tyre was rejoicing. Tyre said, I will be the next heir. I will be the next heir. In other words, everybody will now start trading with me because Jerusalem is no more. It says, because she has been made desolate, I will become wealthy. You don't have to seek the destruction or the downfall of others. I'm telling you, the sky is big enough for every bird to fly. There is more than enough money, more than enough wealth to go around for all of us to become wealthy. Okay? So you don't have to pray to see the downfall of anyone before you can before become wealthy. It says, therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I am your enemy. Oh, Tyre, I will bring many nations against you, like the waves of the sea crashing against the shorelines. They will destroy the walls of Tyre and tear down its towers. I'm telling you, when you do this towards others, oh, God says, you, you make me your enemy. Yes, 
when you when you do this to others you wish evil for others okay because you they are succeeding you look for their own downfall god says you make me your enemy and when you make me your enemy he says i will seek your destruction he says they will destroy the walls of tyre and tear it and tear down its towers says i will scrape away scrape away its soil and make it a bare rock it will be it will be just a rock in the sea a place for fishermen to spread their nets for i have spoken says the sovereign lord Tyre will become the prey of many nations and its mainland villages will be destroyed by the sword then they will know that i am the lord seven says this is what the sovereign lord says from the north i will bring king nebuchadnezzar of babylon against tyre he is a king of kings and brings his horses chariots chariots and great army first he will destroy your mainland villages then he will attack you by uh, by building a siege wall constructing a ramp and raising a roof of shield against you okay so we know that Nebuchadnezzar during that period okay became king of kings literally overcame became a world power overcame every single power Egypt Ammon Judah even the Assyrians okay and of course with Israel in Assyria everything they overcame everybody they were a world power it says it will pound your walls with battering ram and demolish your towers with sledge hammers the hoofs of his horses will choke the city with dust and the noise of the chariots and chariots wheels will shake your walls as they storm through your broken gates his horsemen will trample through every street in the city they will butcher your people and your strong pillars your strong pillars will drop will, will topple what's the lesson for us today okay from at least from tire so we all will have competition jerusalem was tires com- com- competition okay and but they they rejoice because jerusalem had fell are you like that you rejoice at the fall of your competition you f- you rejoice at the fall of of those who you feel are in competition or are struggling with you for positions okay you don't need it there is enough success to go around god says when you do it you make me your enemy 12 says they plunder all your riches they will plunder all your riches and merchandise and break down your walls they will destroy your your lovely homes and dump your stones and timber uh, and dump your stones and timber and even your dust into the sea he says i will stop the music of your song no more will the sound of harps be heard among your people i will make your island a bare rock a place for fishermen to spread their nets you will never be rebuked for i the lord has spoken yes the sovereign lord has spoken i'm telling you usually i am always very very afraid when god says that he is the one that is going to do something eh? he is the one that is going to bring judgment for example he is the one that is going to fight the battle of a particular people i'm telling you usually i pay attention god says look i will be the one i will stop the music the music the, the music of your songs i will make your island a bare rock 
uh, okay so not just the enemy whichever enemy god could use any other any enemy but god said he was going to do it so my my advice to someone listening in this morning no need to envy your competition okay you can compete with one another you're competing for your space in the market and that's perfectly fine but you don't have to look for the downfall of others let's go on to verse 15 he says this is what the sovereign lord says to tire the whole coastline will tremble at the sound of your fall as the screams of the wounded echo in the continuing slaughter all the seaport rulers will step down from their thrones and take off their their royal robes and beautiful clothing and they will sit on the ground trembling with horror at your destruction then they will will for for you singing this funeral song O famous island city once ruler of the sea how you have been destroyed your people with their naval power once spread far around the world now the coastlines coastlands tremble at your fall the islands are dismayed as you disappear wow okay quite a terrible one you don't want them singing funeral songs <laughs> for you okay uh, please don't be like tired don't envy anyone 19 says this is what the sovereign lord says i will make tire an uninhabited rain like many others i will bury you beneath the terrible waves of enemy attacks great seas great seas will swallow you i will send you to the pit to, to join those who descended there long ago. Your city will lie in ruins, buried beneath the earth, like those in the pit who have entered the world of the dead. You will have no place of respect here in the land of the living. I will bring you to a terrible end and you will exist no more. You will be looked for, but you will not, you will never be, be you will never again be found. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken all of these nations okay are uh, the things that happened to them was because they didn't love their neighbors they wished judah they wished israel evil destruction yes when it happened they even rejoiced they clapped their hands they organized their singing and god says no when you wish that for others i will bring the same upon you all right let's read ezekiel chapter 27 this one is about the end of tyre's glory then this message this message came to me from the lord son of man sing a funeral song for tyre that mighty gateway to the city the trading center of the world give tyre this message from the sovereign lord you boasted oh tire my beauty is perfect you extended your boundaries into the sea you your builders made your your beauty perfect okay of course extending their boundaries into the sea okay so that can either just mean the fact that they built on water or the fact that they did land they filled lands and then took portion of the sea okay we see that being done even here in lagos you see you extended your boundaries into the sea your builders made your beauty perfect you were like a great ship built of the finest cypress from sanai they took a cedar from lebanon to make a mast for you they carved your arms uh, from from the oaks of bashan your deck of pine from the coast of cypress was inlaid 
with ivory. Your sails were made of Egypt's finest kneeling, and they flew as a banner above you. You stood beneath blue and purple awnings, made bright with dyes from the coast of Elishash. Your oarsmen came from Sidon and Avad. Your elmsmen were skilled men from Tyre itself. Wise old craftsmen from Giba did the corking. Ships from every land came with goods to batter for your trade. Men from distant Pasha, Lydia, and Libya served in your great army. They hugged their shields and helmets on your walls, giving you great honor. Men from Avad and Elek, Elek, as stood on your walls, your towers were manned by men from Gamad, their shields hung on your walls, completing your beauties. Tashit sent merchants to buy your wares in exchange for silver, iron, tin, and lead. Merchants from Greece, Tubal, and Meshesh brought slaves and articles of bronze to trade with you. Okay, so I don't know whether you are getting anything, but really, Tar was very successful. Okay, they were very successful. They didn't need to wish, okay, the downfall of Jerusalem. Jerusalem was their competition, but they were very successful. They were doing trade with practically every major country, every major major nation or superpower of that time. They were trading with everybody. Why did they need the downfall of anyone? And the question is to someone this morning, why do you need the downfall of anyone to be satisfied, to be safe, to feel secure? Why do you need the downfall of anyone? God said that because they wanted the downfall of others, it was their own downfall that, they, that, that came. It says Tubal and Meshesh brought slaves an article of bronze to trade, to trade with you. Let me take 13 again. It says, Merchant, merchant from Greece, Tubal and Meshesh brought slaves and articles of bronze to trade with you. 14 says, From Beth uh, Togama came riding horses, chariots, chariot horses, and mules, all in exchange for your goods. Merchants came to you from Didan. Numerous coastlines were your captive markets. They brought Payment in ivory tox and ebony wood. Syria sent merchants to, build, to buy your rich variety of goods. They traded turquoise, purple dyes, embroidery, fine linen, and jewelry of coral and rubies. Judah and Israel traded for your wares, offering wheels, wheat from minutes, figs, honey, olive oil, and balm. Okay, even Judah and Israel were trading with them. So why did they want? Of course, because Judah was their, Jerusalem was their competition. But why did they want that? Okay, they didn't want any other person to rise. Eighteen says that Damascus sent merchants, merchants to buy your rich variety of goods, bringing white from Elbon and white wool from Zohar. Greeks are from Uzal came to trade for your merchandise, wrought, wrought iron. Cassia and fragrant calamos were battered for your wares. Didan sent merchants to trade their expensive saddle blankets with you. The Arabians and the princes of Kedar sent merchants to trade lambs and rams and male goats in exchange for your goods. The merchants of Sheba and Rahama came with all kinds of spices, jewels and gold in exchange for your wares. Aran, Kane, Kane Eden, Sheba, 
Asher and Kilmad came with their merchandise too. They brought choice fabrics to trade. Blue, blue cloths, embroidery and multicolored carpets rolled up and bound with cords. The ship of Tarshish were your ocean caravans. Your island warehouse, warehouse was filled to the brim. Okay, so Tyre was a city that had glory was rich okay everyone wanted to trade with them they were successful okay but the success was not enough they had to see the downfall of someone else and because they wanted the downfall of others god says that destruction was going to come 26 that says that but look you house men have your your housemen have taken you into stormy into stormy seas a mighty eastern gale has wrecked you in the heart of the sea everything is lost your riches and wares your sailors and pilots your ship builders merchants and warriors on the day of your reign everyone on board sinks into the depths the depths of the sea your cities by the sea tremble as your pilots cry out in terror all the all the oarsmen abandon their ships the sailors and pilots stand on the shore they cry aloud over you and weep bitterly they throw dust on their head and roll in ashes they shave their heads in grief for you and dress themselves in burlap they weep for you with bitter anguish and deep mourning as they wail and mourn over you they sing this sad this sad funeral song was there ever such a city as tyre now silent at the bottom of the sea the merchandise you traded okay satisfied the desires of many nations kings at the ends of the earth okay were enriched by your trade now you are a wrecked ship broken at the bottom of the sea all your merchandise and crews have gone down with you all who live along the coastland are appalled at your terrible fate their kings are filled with horror and look on with twisted faces the merchants among the nations shake their heads at the sight of you for you have come to a horrible end and will exist no more okay so there are many things that people used to represent tar okay they use for example tar can stand you know for the fall of the prince or the prince of the devil okay the, the prince of Persia. okay tar can stand for for the fall of of kings okay for very different ones but like i always say let's just take this literally so it stands for the city of tar but why it stands for the city of tar we can take the lessons from there and this is where we are going to stop today we have seen God speak to Ammon. We have seen God speak to Moab. We have seen God speak to Edom. We have seen God speak to Philistia. And, uh, and now we have seen God speak to Tyre. And he was warning them. Okay, He brought the destruction he brought on them because they wanted the same destruction for the children of Israel. Do you want the downfall of others? Let this, today's lesson speak to you. Do you seek you know, to see others fail? Do you envy others' success? Do you think that you can only go to the top when others go down? Do you think you can only get to the top by climbing over the heads of others? Let the lessons from this nation speak to you today. The Bible says that promotion does not come from the east. It does not come from the west. It does not come from the north, the south. It 
comes from above. It comes from the Father of light. And that is the one I want us to turn our prayers to this morning. The Father, you will grant us the grace to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we will not look for the downfall of others. We will not look for the downfall of our neighbors. Instead, Father, we receive your blessings, your blessings this morning to be successful. I pray over your people. I declare they succeed. I declare this morning you are the end. You are not the tail. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare this morning the lines will fall for you in pleasant places. In the name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.